Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review, then we get into our vinyl pickups. That leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, I know you got nothing better to do. <laughs> go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us five stars. Five stars only. Don't be an asshole. And uh, we have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number you can call, shoot us a text. Uh, leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And uh, that's all I got for the boring intro. So let's jump right into our fearless beer review. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I actually uh, set up our kegerator today, and we got it all oh. all ready to go. And then there's a fucking leak in it. So <laughs> the beer that I was going to have tonight is going to be postponed until I can get a new a new part. So that sucks. A leak in the line or, or, or what? In one of the, uh, we have this splitter that's, that goes from mm. the, uh, the CO2 tank and it splits off two ways to two different kegs. And that splitter itself has, has the, uh, the leak. Ah, okay. okay. And it's just like a solid piece of metal and they're not very expensive. Like I bought a new one already for like $16 on Amazon and I'll be here tomorrow. But that's that's uh, that's disappointing. Yeah, that doesn't help for the pod. Does all. not. But I I, uh, I do have some stuff in the fridge here, so I'm just gonna drink Great White because that is a good a good backup here, and it's delicious. It's nutritious. All right. It's fantastic. Okay, so then you got a uh, a tasty tasty Great White. I have a, a beer from a pretty pretty fine brewery called Beechwood. Uh, local here in Southern California. Uh, this one is an IPA. It's called Cosmic Lottery. I do, I've never had this one. It says it's a West Coast IPA. It's 7.1% uh, ABV, 7 IBU. Cool label, cool like 60s retro looking label. I really like it. That's one of the reasons why I bought it. One of the reasons why I bought it as well. Also because Beachwood, like I said, solid stuff. Um, but yeah, I already poured mine out. You got yours. Or are you drinking it oh. straight out of the bottle? I didn't even drink straight from the bottle, but yeah. Oh, you're wild. You're wild. Uh, okay, so let's let's just take a sip, and then we'll give it our, uh, right, our rating. So Here we go. Let's do this. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That is an IPA. Wow. <clears throat> All right. So what do you think of your... Uh, your uh, Great White. I mean, I already know what you think, but yeah, I mean, this is this is my favorite beer. This is just a, a, a backup here because the kegerator is not working properly. But that reminds me of a funny, a funny story here, and I've realized that a lot of my neighbors can't take shots without saying a saying before they take a shot. Oh, you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here's, you know, here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the door, and there's no people. Like, cheers, uh why like every i don't know i just noticed it like last weekend 
And every mm. single time, I don't take a lot of shots, but every time we've, we've taken the shots or I see them take shots, there's always a new rhyme that they that they throw out. Hmm. And I just don't understand like why you 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 have to say anything. <laughs> That's true. Like, like why? <laughs> and and then, like you can see them all like clamoring over like who who's gonna be able to get like the rhyme in, and it's just like why 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 say anything? Just just take the disgusting shot. Just give kisses and give take kisses. Shot. Yeah, dude, the kisses are the best. Like that's the only thing people should do is just give kisses. That's it. I know. I've I've gotten quite a few people to do it too. It's, it's easy. Cool. It's quick. It's funny. It's cute. That's it. Call it a day. Yeah. Good conversation starter. Yeah. Like, why are you kissing? Why are you kissing why, me? Why are you kissing? Why? Why <laughs> are you yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Great White's my favorite beer. Favorite beer of all time. And uh, this is delicious. So, uh, favorite beer. Perfect three, time. baby. Really? Okay. So if you don't know, we have a we have our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So you give this a uh, three out of three. Okay. Three out right. of three. I mean, it is. I don't know if I'd give it a three out of three, but it's a damn fine beer. Oof. Would you get two point seven five? I'd give it like a. Let's just say a two point eight. Wow. Solid two point eight. Wow. It's a good. It's a. It's a great beer. It's a great That's beer. That's pretty man. high. Yeah. Did Raul ever? I don't know if Raul has ever. Uh, oh, rated that one. Let's see. I'm, I'm already I'm on beer advocate. So. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Right. Ooh, no burping on the pod. Give us zero stars. Oh uh, yeah, Raul has not left a, a rating for your great white. No, I just checked too. He did not. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Well, uh, my Beechwood, my Cosmic Lottery. This one, this is a solid IPA. This is um, I don't know why I was expecting a hazy. I think it's because that's all I've been drinking, really outside of a Budweiser. That's all I really drink are hazies right now. So this is uh, this is nice. This is like a straight up IPA. Um, nice golden color. You could see through it, so it's not super malty. It's crisp. It's clean. It's tasty. It's refreshing. Has just enough bitterness, so you're not. It's not like chewing on a pine cone, pine needles. And uh, yeah, with that, I'm gonna have to give this a. Uh, I'll give this a two point seven five. This is a solid IPA. Mm. Cosmic Lottery. Yeah, that is. Re- it's a really refreshing IPA. That is. Good. That's good. Yeah, two point seven five for me on this one. Uh, so I I checked. Raul has not reviewed this one, but I think it's because it's brand new. I, this is just added to Beer Advocate on June second of this year, twenty twenty two. There's only one rating and one review, and this guy gave it a two point eight nine out of five. I don't know how you get to a two point eight nine, but you know that's that's what happens with a flawed um, rating system like this. So. <laughs> yeah, so he gave it a 2.8 2.89 and he says he said get a lesson from Russian River and add some carbonation to your stuff. So flat. So Dang. Is it That's flat? wrong. No, it's not at all. I think he just got a bad batch. I mean, it's not like super bubbly, but there's enough bubbles there and the I mean, there's carbonation. It's not flat at all. That guy's a knucklehead. He I don't think he's ever had a beer before in his life. But <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, that's all I got for my fearless beer review. So then, you ready to move on to our vinyl stuffs? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about what we've got uh, this week, some purge stuff, possibly, or just some stuff we've listened to in general. So, what do you got, Jeff? Go. I don't have any any purge stuff this week. I had, I had one that was close, but that was just because the quality wasn't quite there. But it was a good record. But uh, the first thing is RTJ RTJ two. 
<laughs> oh, you just finally got to the second listen through of this? Yeah. Wow. You got this so uh, long ago. I know. This is, uh, I don't I, I don't even remember when I got it. This was like at least three, four weeks ago. Yeah, I think it's like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is um this is their 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 second album from 2014. This uh this was both of our third best RTJ albums when we ranked it cuz <laughs> ours, ours matched up. The moons yeah. aligned. The the forest moons of Endor aligned and then we were we were we were on point. And we were talking about this earlier. This is the one where Zach raps over his own vocal beat. He 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 has a a line and then he raps over his own voice and it's just it's beyond great. cool. It's, it's beyond it's, cool. It's so fucking cool. It is, and this is a cool variant too. That's a splatter, with like oh, uh, yeah. blue and red and white on clear, and it's really I don't know. It's cool. It's got the record store day like OB strip, and mm-hmm. then I don't know. It's really nice. I like it. I think it's. A, I think it sounds great. It looks great. It's a great record. <sighs> You're right. Totally right. Good. Good stuff. And you have it too, but not right now. Yeah. Not right now. Just waiting till I go out there next, or yeah. somebody comes out of here, travels out to California. Yeah, for now it's just sitting in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next to the pool, yeah, <laughs> the dumbest spot I could possibly <laughs> pick. Uh, the next is the movie life. The movie Ooh. life. This yeah. time next year. This is uh, this is Vinny Caruana, Caruna, Caruana, mm-hmm. the guy from I Am the Avalanche. Yeah. His uh, his band prior to I Am the Avalanche, this is their second album from two thousand. I mean, this band is cool. They're, this band is is great most of the time. I don't think they had like the depth of I Am the Avalanche, but that's just by design. They're they're a punk band first, with with melodies coming second, and whereas like I Am the Avalanche like really focus on having strong melody first, and then kind of incorporate punk and other things into their music. And it's fine. This is just it's different. And I don't I don't like all of their their albums. This is the only one that I would buy. That's why I bought it. And it's on this cool like green green variant. And I bought it from I think I bought it from Amazon because it was like super cheap. It was like twenty two dollars, and it was coming from like some fucking country that I've heard of like a several a handful of times. I can't remember what the country's name was, but like Czech Republic to, or something. It was supposed to be here in like two months, and it came in like a week, and I was like Whoa. fucking blown away. And it had like the you know the sticker that says it, that it went through customs. Yeah, yeah. And it went through customs two days after I ordered it. I don't know how the fuck that's even possible. Fuck? How? What? I know, I know. It was crazy. It came, it came like yeah. It was supposed to be here in like two months. You know, like it takes forever when you're shipping from like Europe in that area. Yeah, it takes at least a month. It was crazy. It was it was here in like a week. So I don't. I, maybe it was just luck of the maybe draw. They, maybe they 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 do things in bulk. So they get a shit ton of orders in, and then they ship them all like overnight or second day or something. Maybe that's more cost effective in shipping shipping in bulk than it is individual orders. I don't know. It's possible. Maybe I just hit like like the tail end of of when they plan to ship a bunch out anyway. And yeah. I just I just jumped on board at the last second. I don't know. I was happy though. It was it was cool. It got a little bit of a lucky. ding on the corner. Like it was, but I'm not about to complain over it. Small. Wait, which record is it again? Their second. This one? time next year. This is their yeah, second album. One. The year yeah. 2000. But um, I, I just got them up on on Wiki, and I was just kind of looking. Um, dude, this band's got like depth to them, not just musically, but 
the members of this band. So like mm-hmm. like this was produced by Brian McTurnan, who did Turnstile's first album. He did some stuff for Thrice, Juturna from Circa. He's done a lot. So like this album has a lot of of like the punk edges, the grit, and the overall just excitement of all those other albums that he has produced. And this band's guitarist Brian Riley was in a band called The Rookie Lot before this band. And most of the guys from the rookie lot went on to form brand new because oh, it was okay. Jesse Lacey and like a couple other guys from mm-hmm. that band went to go form brand new. But the movie life was started by Eddie Reyes. So it's kind of oh. cool. Like all these people are very connected. And then the OG bass player that started the movie life went on to form Bayside. He started playing in Bayside. And then Brandon, it's Brandon, crazy how they're all connected. Brandon Riley, the 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 guitarist again, his brother is the singer of the hardcore punk band This Is Hell. Oh, that, dude, that band's so sick! Yeah, yeah, that's I have that one record on vinyl. Dude, it's a killer band. It's a killer album. Super aggressive, but um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see how all these bands are connected on the East Coast. Like Did this. you see the the other connection? What's that? So the 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 current touring bass player. Uh, for, from 2017 until now is Matt Fozzie. Matt Fozzie was also the guitar player for Taking Back Sunday as well. He did he's a, a he's he, a big studio guy. Doesn't he, he play like drums and, and other like instruments? He too? plays. I think I, I know for sure he plays guitar, bass, and he does, and he sings. I don't think he plays the drums, but and he's really good at all the instruments. And that New Again record is fucking great. That one Taking Back Sunday record he did in '09. But yeah, Matt Fozzie. Yeah, he. He's their touring bass player. And then I know he plays bass for, he's the touring bass player for RX Bandits too. So he's in both bands. But yeah, pretty cool. Pretty Living cool life, It was It was cool. Like, like this band's cool. I like them. I like Eye in the Avalanche way more, but this this album is solid. This album is, is great. I don't, Good stuffs. I don't know if I've heard, oh, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of the Get Up Kids. You maybe listen to all the Get Up Kids records one time and there was some good <laughs> shit. But I I never I never listened to the movie life, and it's weird because I really do like I Am the Avalanche, but I don't know why I never went back and listened to the movie life. You should I listen to should. you should listen to this album because this album is the closest to Avalanche United, mm. except this is just more hardcore punk influenced. And see, that's right up my alley. Yeah, at first glance, this cover looks like that JFA record. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking right now, that's funny. All right, that's cool. Might, yeah. s- might still uh, be on I'm, Amazon for for cheap. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's see right now. I, I got my computer on. I got my computer on. Obviously. Uh, uh, oh, excuse, dude, I can't be burping. We're gonna get one stars. One stars. God damn, I am fucking stupid. All right, so then what else you got? Uh, Rick James, come get it. This is his debut album from 1978. This is uh, this is his second biggest selling album behind Street Songs. This one has a single, You uh, and I, which is just an absolute fucking banger. And I've never even heard Rick James, like, outside of maybe a couple songs. But that's just because it was like somebody was making fun of him, probably Chappelle, or the, the, some <laughs> type of parody. And then when we did the, when we started collecting the vinyls, one of the early lots that I got was nothing but like old country and then a Rick James album that was Street Songs. And I played it, and like this is really, really, really fucking good. It is amazing, and so I've always just kind of been on the lookout for like really cheap or free Rick James stuff because I'm still, still don't know too much about him. 
but this this came in and and this is great man i really like this i like what i've heard from rick james thus far just great punchy bass lines fun melodies very like funkadelic sounding stuffs Mm-hmm. And I think like Rick James has an exciting voice. There's a lot of sarcasm in his lyrics, and he's just really fun to listen to. There's only one song that I don't like. It's a very typical R&B smooth talker, sexy up shit. But otherwise, <laughs> like it's a banger of an album. It is really really good. I don't think I've ever listened to this record, but I'm always down to listen to Rick James. He, I don't imagine he has a lot of records, right? Like he he mostly produced. He's got like fifteen. Does he really have that many? <laughs> Shit. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm totally wrong. I was just thought he was more of a session guy, producer, but then he had like maybe five records. You should definitely listen to street songs and then listen to this one. I, I mean, I, off. I I have heard street songs. Definitely have. Street songs is good. Street songs yeah, is great. That's the only one I've listened to. But damn, dude, he is so a ugly good. man. Mm-hmm. God. Oh yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> The cover, the cover of uh, his second record, "Busting Out of L7," such a cool cover. <laughs> it's really cool. It's like a metal, like a heavy metal cover. Looks super, super sick from 1979. Oh Ooh, yeah, so "Garden of Love," his fourth record. That's a cool cover too. <laughs> otherwise, Busting all of his albums. <laughs> otherwise, all of his album covers are fucking terrible. I'm going through them all right now. But you should look at "Fired Up," his third album. So bad. Oh, dude, that's a bad one. So bad. <laughs> like a fucking, like a flamboyant cowboy or something like that. Even Street Songs is a pretty terrible cover. Oh, it's very stupid. It's very um, like Michael Jackson. Oh, ugly. And the one after yeah. it too, Throwing Down. Oh, my God. Let's see that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is he wearing? Uh, is he wearing panties? What's I don't even know. Yeah, he's, he's got like yeah, an yeah, axe like, guitar. Or axe, he does, axe yeah. That's what uh, uh, Gene Simmons plays. And Marceline <laughs> the Vampire Queen. And who? Marceline the Vampire Queen from Adventure Time. Oh, I don't, Duh. I don't watch stupid shows. Okay, that's fun. Well, so <laughs> the next thing that I have, apparently, because we're done having fun for the night, is Gym Class Heroes, as cruel as school children. Oh, I hate Gym Class Heroes. This definitely kills the fun right here. This kills the fun right here. So this is their this is their third album, two thousand seven. Is that really their third album? What the? Fuck? This is most popular for Cupid's Chokehold. That's that's the one that samples the Super Champ song "Breakfast in America." Yeah, that is for sure the worst song on the album. That is the worst <laughs> song they've ever done, and it's nice because it's at the end of the album. It's like the last one, and that's mm-hmm. not like honestly, I don't like that song. I think it blows, but everything else is just really really good pop punk meets like hip hop. It's it's. It's fun. Everything is fun. They really, they really attempt a lot of different genres, and mm. you can tell what they're doing. They're not like great at it, but I don't think they're trying to be great. It just sounds like they're having fun overall. This is produced by Patrick Stump, and so that's kind of cool because he he sings on some of the tracks, and he's got a he's got a decent <laughs> voice, and it's unique. And throwing him behind a lot of the hip hop stuffs, it's it's fine. It's fine. You should you should really listen to this one. I can't just believe that's. That came out in two two thousand six. I can't believe that. It's an old one. That, it's an oldie but goodie. Dude, I thought that was like two thousand nine or ten. Wow, two thousand oh six. That's that's fucking nuts. And I'm I'm looking at the 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 band timeline. It was it's pretty much been the same exact band since their second record. 
which is really cool. You don't see that very often. Yeah. That's super cool. I, I'm telling yeah. you, though, that, that, that Keep It's Chokehold song is bad. It is not a good song. Oh, yeah, that song sucks. But just just pretend that pretend that song doesn't even exist and then listen to this album and then just skip the last song. Have you heard any of their other records? Yeah, I, I really I really like Gym Class Heroes. I think they're fantastic. I'm kind of wondering what their first record sounds like because it's like all different band. Well, it's a different guitarist and bass player on that this, first record. This this album too has like a lot of a lot of spoken word. I mean, it's it's a concept album, so it's it's based around like like a, a school day, and the tracks are listed as like first period, second period, all the way to the end, and then mm-hmm. uh, there's like a lunch. There's a there's a, a like a study break or something like that, and there's all these like spoken word parts kind of like done in the vein of, of somebody at lunch seeing like his crush and like thinking about talking to her, but he's still kind of like nervous and it's actually pretty good. It's very, it's very Sage Francis like, and I, I, I do like it a lot. Okay. I'm really not opposed to listen, listening to it, but I mean, maybe we should do it on the pod sometime. Oh, I can see that happening. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Put it on your list. Otherwise we'll forget. I'll put it, it in now or should I put it later? Uh, whenever you want, whenever you want. Okay, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Yeah, so uh, we should, we that's should, cool. We should, do, we should do one week Katy Perry and the next week Gym Class Heroes or vice versa. Okay, that sounds fun. <laughs> I love the the lack of enthusiasm there. Just Katy but, Perry, my God. Well, they understand. dated each other. You know, that was like the whole, th- remember that was the whole thing back in like 2008? Yeah, I just don't like, I don't know. I I, I like, I like, Katy Perry is like Garth Brooks to me. I like a handful of their songs with like yeah. a passion. I think those songs are just beyond bangers. But I've never really done anything else where I'm just like, I thought, okay, that was that was also really, really good. Everything else is just kind of, okay, that's more of that. That's more of this. We'll do it one day. She's on my. She's already on my to-do list. Oh, so. dude, I just heard the cat again. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anybody listening, there for the last week, there's been a, a cat meowing somewhere in the room that Jeff podcasts in, and he cannot figure it out. He's been looking for he's been looking for the sound for a week now. Dude, my kids have turned this place upside down. I've turned this place upside <laughs> down. I cannot, I do not get it and understand it. Somebody's playing a prank, man. I I would still check the vents. Yeah. I mean, I know that they're up on the ceiling, but you could still unscrew it and put something up there. Screw it back on. I mean, that's true, but we have like ten foot ceilings. Get a big and enough ladder. You could do it. We we only have a six foot ladder. Well, if you stand on the top. Nobody in this house is going to stand on the top of that ladder. <laughs> I could see Renee doing it. R- no. Renee, Renee, uh, I think she can. I, she, she's dedicated to that's a prank. Way, that's way too much work. She would just do something else. <laughs> Son just came in here and showed me the new Ghost album that he bought. What Ghost album did he buy? I don't know. He listened to, he's, he heard one song by Ghost and then went out today and bought an entire album. And it's like a picture disc, too. Oh, it's a know. picture I, disc? Oh, fuck that out. That's I can I can I can tell you what album. How many albums do they have? I think six. That's not a lot. Yeah, it's probably uh, it's probably their new one or prequel. Yeah, they, he bought Impera, their their newest one. Yeah, yeah, which is their worst record. <laughs> it really is their worst record. And then he he, like, he asked because because Mickey was over last night too, and he asked he's like, "You guys heard a ghost?" And I was like, "Oh boy, here we go. I know where this is going." And then Mickey's of course, like, Mickey nah, doesn't know. Mickey only listens to nineteen seventies blues rock. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, yes." He's, well, do you like him? I said, "Doesn't matter. You're already going to buy the record. I already know where this question is going. So just go buy it." 
<laughs> don't ask me because I don't like them. I don't want to talk about them. I think they're <laughs> basic. Uh, I have that record too. The newest one? Yeah, it's good. It is a good record, but it's their worst. But I, I even talked about it on the pod that that record, it uh, it's really it was really well put together. Like there's a huge book booklet in there. Like there's a I think it's like a 14 page like actual thing, you know, with a bunch of cool artwork. It's a, it was a really well packaged uh, product. But yeah, good record too. If I if I I'm gonna I'm gonna put one of these on my discogs, but. The single, if they ever release on the vinyls, for, for Kiss the Go-Goat, and then I guess like the B-side would be Mariana Cross or vice versa, mm-hmm. I, I would buy that. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that that exists. You could probably Seven still buy it on Inches the of Satanic Panic. <laughs> Is that really what it's called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, that's what, that's what he bought, so that's fun. Not really. Uh, the next thing I got is Primus, Sailing the Seas of the Cheese. Ah, love that record. Finally got through the second time of this one. Obviously, a lot of these I was saving too because I wanted to, when I got my new setup, I and then it like it kind of broke, so I had to take it in, and it's still being worked on. I wanted to wait until like I got my setup again to, to listen to them in full, but mm-hmm. it's probably going to take a couple weeks. I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. So then the, the, the record store owner gave me a, a, a loner anyway, which doesn't go as, as nearly as, as loud as my other one, but it still sounds fine. So that's why I was holding off on a lot of these. Yeah. But um, but yeah, this is uh, Primus Seize of Cheese. We did this one in the pod, right? We did in the old. It was the last episode we did in the old format before okay. we changed. And then the first episode we did was Sabbath. Sabbath, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we've done we've done Caesar cheese and we did pork soda. Pork soda, yeah. But technically, we've only done pork soda because but technically, we've only done pork soda. Yes, yes. Yeah. So this is their second album, uh, ninety one, and this is uh, this is great. It's good. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about Tony Hawk tonight, I thought it would be. It's appropriate. We're not talking about Tony Hawk, but we will, we will mention Tony Hawk. I thought it'd be appropriate to bring in more Tony Hawk from that soundtrack. And Jerry Way's race car driver was on that soundtrack. And it was you kind of funny because I just, for many, many years, I only thought that was an instrumental song because the 64 version is just instrumental. and The 64 version of that game is trash. It is the only version you should be playing. <laughs> uh, we'll, get it, we'll get into it. We'll get into it on the, on the main pod. But yeah. All right. Okay. Continue so the yeah. joke. No, that's, that's it. That's, that's a great album. I like it. <laughs> I dig it. You also have it sitting out uh, in the no. backyard. He's sitting in the backyard, yeah. I need to take it off my wish list because all the ones on my wish list on Discogs are the older pressings and they're all like $100. Damn. Yeah, it was just stupid. It's a lot. I'm excited though because that record is, it's a beyond banger. It really is. You can't get, I mean, there's one better Primus record than that, but damn, that's a, both are beyond bangers. Which one's better than this one? Antipop. Oh. I'll fight. I'll fight anybody who disagrees with me on that. Uh, Fucking uh, killer record. I haven't been listening to Primus as much or as long as you have, but that's that's wrong. So I think I think you put Antipop like maybe number four or five. I think I think it was four. Yeah, it was. I think it the only ones. Well. I think the only one I didn't like, obviously, was the Willy Wonka one. That was just that's trash. That's not good at all in any way, shape, or form. And then the Brown album. I just I didn't enjoy the Brown album. Oh, you didn't like the Brown the Brown album? Wow. No. Uh. Uh-uh. That one, I think that one is an acquired taste. I think you need. To, I need. I think you need to listen to it more to really 
to really get into it. I think because that my, was the, that was the last one I got into. I think besides cheese, pork soda, I think I think green naga hide was in my top four also. Mm, I don't remember if I remember correctly, but I don't know. Maybe yep. maybe not. All right, cool, cool. So what else you got? And then uh, I got or I did the second listen through of, of Tribe's album Low in Theory from Finally Please. Oh, fuck. I've listened this to that is, like four times. It's so this good. is one that I really wanted to wait until I got my 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 system back because I really wanted to to hammer in and play it loud and really get those those low ends going. And uh, I did get the low ends really high, but it wasn't that loud. So, but that's all right because it's still it's a fantastic album. This is my favorite Tribe album. I think this is their best. I I love this. Um. I don't know. We talked about it already a lot. Actually, my yeah. I, and then for some fucking reason. Maybe this is my new turntable, but when I played it this week, side or disc two, first track on both sides, like pops, like loud. Oh. And so I, I, I messaged Vinyl Me Please. You know, this is already a couple months ago that they sent this out. And I told them what happened and, and just asked if they have any extra like disc twos. And they said, you know, send me a video of what is happening. I sent the video and in the video you can clearly hear like the pops. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're fucking loud, and they said we're super sorry. And then that same day, mailed me a copy of this too. What the fuck? I know. Wow. The, 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 the violently please customer service un, unmatched, unmatched. Yeah, their customer service is good, but not their initial initial service. That's rough. But. I feel like they 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 peep your account, and if you if you've only been a member for like a couple months, they they poo poo you away. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I, I still have to email them. I haven't emailed them yet, but I ordered something like in the in mid May, and it said it was bundled with the the record of the week. But then then I ended up canceling my order, so it's just it's sitting in limbo, just has never been shipped. But I know it's in stock, but I I need to email them. Eh. Fucking ship it, bastards, bastards. God, this sounds so good though. This album is so is. goddamn good. Everything about this album is just is just tailored to like prop up the bass and the low ends, and it's great. And, it's I, and fantastic. I, I don't know if we talked about it because we didn't do this album on the pod. But the guy who played bass on this album was his name is Ron Carter, and he's he's a jazz bass player. And he I guess like he he's been on over t- like two thousand recordings, and is the most jazz is the most recorded jazz basses in history. And so then I was thinking like, okay, well like what other bass players are are on other recordings more than him because he's the most recorded jazz bassist. Yeah, yeah. And so I came across a bunch of other like jazz or bass players that have been like 2,000 recordings, like 3,000 recordings. And then I came across oh Carol God. Kay. And Carol Kay, dude, she's done over 10,000 recordings. Like 10,000 recordings. <laughs> Ranging from every, like every genre, genre, right? Yeah, just just like any anything you can. She played with like she was on Pet Sounds. She played with with like a lot of Quincy Jones stuff. She played Richie Valens. Like the, she played on Donna and La Bamba. She like, it just, was a girl. Are you sure it was a girl? Yeah, Carol Kay. Well, I don't know. I mean, guys can be named Carol too. I, but it, the only reason I'm asking is because of the time period. Of the time period, played with Richie Valens and all that kind of stuff. I, oh, I she's old. Think it's very, she's like ninety years old. Oh, okay. I just wouldn't have expected yeah. it to be a, a girl playing back then in those days. Yeah, she was, I mean, she was part of the Wrecking Crew. She was, she was just. Shit, okay. Gosh, she just, like anything, 
any artist you can think of from, I guess, Richie Valens all the way up until like the 2000s. She, she has played probably with them or played with somebody who was an offshoot of that band. It's just like you talk about, about studio musicians making a killing and just throwing down so much music and getting paid so much money and you've never heard of them. Like this is, this is it. This is the peak. <laughs> I thought Josh Freeze played on a lot of records. 10,000. Like, come on. Insane. And then we were, we were talking last night. Uh, Mickey and I were, were talking. And it was like, you know, man, like, like being a studio musician is, is really best for like rhythm, like bass players and, and drummers. Like you can be a, a studio guitarist, but you're not going to be part of, of anything this, this big, like, like this much volume. Mm-hmm. Because like guitarists, we inherently want to be like showy. We want to be part of the band and and show off and do things, and it's annoying. But like the rhythm section, or are we off in the back? The drummers for sure in the back. Nobody cares about the bass player. The cat just went off. Nobody I heard cares that. About, I heard it. Did you? I fucking heard it. Yes, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you, but yes, I fucking heard that. Dude, what is going on? <laughs> That's two. That's two for tonight. Let's, let's count how many times this fucking thing goes off tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was, I, I don't that know. was I, loud. If I heard it, that was that's must that's loud. It's annoying when I listen to music and it's like I can't find what it. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Karaoke, check her out. <laughs> I love it. It's just so stupid. It's gonna uh, go up again numerous times. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> my pick of the week. Um, my pick of the week, when I started working at the record store, this was a record that came in, and just because I couldn't pronounce the name, I was interested, and so then I put it on, because I work at a record store, and I put it on. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty fucking good. And the band's called Krung, Krungbin. 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 Yeah, I was wondering how that God, Krungbin. I think I still think I'm fucking it up, but these people are from Houston, Texas, and this is a Thai word, and okay. so they modeled themselves after, after like Thai, like psychedelic music, or like Thai, Thai music in general in like the '60s, and that's like that's how they started. But what what drew me into them is that they, um, I mean, I mean this song they do sing. But mostly it's it's just instrumental, and it's just three people, guitar, bass, and drums, and a lot of their music is just, it's just so basic. It's like grand funk, right? Just very, very stripped yeah. down. It's just jammy. They really get into it. They cover so many different genres. I mean, there's a lot of, like, in this one, you can hear, like, a lot of, like, soul. Of you can hear a lot of R&B. Yeah. You can hear a lot of funk. There's even some, like, disco sometimes. But then they venture off. They do a lot of psychedelic music. They do a lot of surf music. They do a lot of dub stuff. And I think really? I think I think these guys are fucking phenomenal. I think they're so good. And this should be like, if if you don't like funk music or if you don't like soul or R and B, this is like a good gateway because you're kind of like scratching the surface here. But if you're just kind of like afraid to get into it, I think this is like a good a good gateway to get into all these different genres of music because this is this is fun. I like this. They put out a, quite a few records in a short amount of time. Yeah, and they put out a record with 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 Leon Bridges, who I I had never heard of, but he's Sounds super popular, funny. and I I didn't like it. 
I, I thought it was really like it a lot, and we had that record in store too, and I, I just didn't like it. But everything else I've heard from them, they're, I've I've heard two of their albums in full, and then one album I've heard one song from. But I I love everything that I heard. I really I'm really interested because I really like this song a lot, and what you're describing so- makes it sound even cooler. And their artwork's fucking rad. <laughs> I know the, from Mordecai the the one the the song that this album's on. Yeah, there's some rad artwork. This is something I would buy, simply based off of the artwork. It's yeah, it's it's cool. Shit. It's really cool. I like it. They're they're kind of just like they're really good at their instruments. But not not like in a virtuoso type of way. They just yeah. they really know how to like just play with each other. And, and it's just three it's, people from what it looks like. Yeah. Huh. It's just three of them. There's, are there any vocals at all? I think she sings. The she, she plays bass, and then this other guy Mark plays guitar. I think. Probably yeah. Yeah, I think they all do sing, but okay. mostly it's 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 just like, I think they just sing just to make their voice another instrument rather than saying words. Yeah. That type of thing. Well, they I'm looking on their Spotify right now and they have a they have a lot of hits. I mean, a lot of a lot of, you know, their songs have been streamed a lot. I mean, their their biggest song is called Texas Sun and it has over 124 million streams. That's insane. That's so many that's so many. Yeah, that's 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 from that that Leon Bridges album that wow. they did with Leon Bridges, and they, that's a that's a lot. Like these these, I'd never heard of them. I, I've never yeah, heard of them. Never either. And they have since they have since said that had they known they were going to get so big so fast, they would not have chosen that name because nobody can fucking pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> the, Krungbin. Krung, Krung, Krungbin. 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 Yeah. But it's really <laughs> yeah. cool music, man. It's really really cool. I like it, and. Um, Check it out. All right. So here's a little bit of the song Time You and I from uh, Krungbin.
there you have it. Time, you and I, from Krungbin. Great stuff. I really dig it. I think this this song has the most singing on it. There's there's several songs on here that have zero singing, and then sometimes they just kind of like they just do like the woo like thing. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's just instrumental, and man, it's just it's so funky. The bass player will just go off sometimes. And you can kind of hear like the drummer's excited because mm-hmm. then he'll speed up. And it, it, like, <laughs> like, like that's that's what it is. It's, it's almost it's almost as if this is recorded live, and they just do it one time because you can hear like the drummer get excited and speed up based on like what the bass player decides to just do. But then yeah. the guitar player is still keeping up. The guitar player is switching up genres. The bass player's playing funk, and the guitar player is throwing in like Middle Eastern Dick Dale surf music. It's super rad. So when I when I listen because I listen to this right before we started podcasting and I, I think I listened to a different song because I think I, I clicked the link through to it, but I think I might've hit a different song by accident because the song I listened to didn't have any vocals on it. So that was actually the first time I listened to that song as well. Yeah. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, no, I really, I like both of them. Both of the, I don't even know which, what song I listened to the first time. Was it from this, the same it album? It was from this record. Yeah. It was from the same album, but I don't know what it was, but. Either way, I mean, both songs are fucking excellent. Really good stuff. So, A plus. I, I would. Really, how much? How much was this? Or you it get like, kind of. It was free like shit twenty. It was like twenty bucks, I think. I'm I'm interested in this record. I really am. That's some good shit. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. cool. So, do we have anything more on uh, Krungbin? Krungbin. Krungbin. <laughs> sounds <laughs> German sounds or so something. It does. We sound so dumb saying it too. Um, all right, yeah. Got anything else on it? No, that's it. Uh, that's all. All right. So this is going to go by quick because I didn't have a lot of time this week to listen to, to records. Uh, but I, so I got one. I got one thing here. It is my pick of the week. I'll have more time this week so I can kind of really dive into my backlog some more and and uh, bring that to the pod. But um, we'll start with uh, this this group called Handsome Boy Modeling School. They're essentially two producers they also put out their own music but they're primarily producers uh one is named prince paul and the other one is dan the automator they formed this group i think like in when did they form it in 2000 no uh late 90s sometime in the late 90s but this album that that the song comes from is called uh dude i can't even think right white people <laughs> it's called white people came out in 2004 it's second record they've only ever put out two records and uh, it, they they essentially just make up a bunch of beats, and then they have they bring in guest artists. Like on this certain record, they have Lincoln Park on one or Chester on one song. Uh, LP from uh, Run the Jewels is on here. I mean, it's just it's a wide <laughs> range of of artists. And uh, I first heard about this because of the Mars Volta, because Cedric is on one of these songs. So, and that's actually my song of the week, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. The 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 producer or what the guy Dan the Automator, he produced the first Gorillas record. Uh he produced a few Dr. Octagon records. Uh he produced the Head Automatica record. So he kind of goes all over the place. Uh Prince Paul, I you might be might be more familiar with this than me, but he produced the first De La Soul record. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's a cool it's a cool mashup. I mean, there's some questionable songs on there just that are just like stupid but uh there's some good stuff their first record is better than this one 
but uh, they recently repressed this this record uh i think like a year ago so it's been popping up in in local record stores for a decent price so that's why i picked it up but it's uh it's good stuff man so i'm gonna play a little bit of the song um <clears throat> uh, a day in the life so this one features rizza from wu-tang and then uh, cedric from the mars volta quite quite a quite a pairing so here it is from handsome boy modeling school Slip, nigga choked off two sniffs of cocaine. This motherfucker broke the glass of my whip. Trying to dip on this $20 bill I had on my dashboard. And police is asking me, son, why I whip his ass for? Saved out two hours of paperwork. My neighbor alert, watchdog, two ass out, son. They put in major work. We collect antique ammunitions. And plus, we got them big guns you only see in science fictions. My uncle Cuffy's the chief. But my little knucklehead cousin Ma, yeah, son is a thief. And we gave him a job. Making 300 a week, but he slipped on my piece. Now he's back in the streets. How many times have you let your tongue go slip from the grin in your teeth and the cracks of your lips? I never heard such nerve before, but your venom spills slowly through the cracks of my pores. Just to please you, honey. Just to please you, honey. And how many times have you let your tongue go slip from the grin in your teeth and the cracks? Common or Holly Selassie, body to party, watching for niggas trying to pock me. Or Biggie Smalls me. Come on, please, with these gem stars, I'm Jason Voorhees. A's loose, so much pain inflicted, remain addicted, carry microphones with the passion of Jesus. It's flamboyant for life, nigga. Throw those L's A millionaires by this year to catch us in 12 months. Now who's fucking with Andre? A beast on the east side, love on the west, axe Kanye. Still digging, motherfuckers. Plain and simple, GD to my heartbeat, discontinue on the Ave till every soul in the ghetto's gone. Where niggas sell more rock than heavy metal songs. Anything you wanna know, then read E2K. Fuck with A and get broke up like B2K. How many times have you let your tongue go slip from the There you go, handsome boy modeling school. And the song Day in the Life. I mean, it's more. Before you start, the cat went yeah. off while you're doing that. Did it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got we got three cats. Three cats. Three cats so far in the pod. Um, anyway, yeah, this uh, I mean, it's obviously more than just Cedric and and Riza. There's a couple other people. Somebody named AG. I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like I guess it's part of a, a group or something like that, but not familiar with them. But anyway, yeah. Th- what did you think of this song? Or have you heard of this this album before? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, they've been around for a while, and I yeah. don't understand why people like this. <laughs> I understand why people, why people tolerate this, but I don't get why people like this. It's fun. All of the guest musicians are, are fun. It's a, uh, I don't know, it's a cute endeavor, but this is not good. This is, okay. this is not good. Okay. This song is fucking terrible, dude. Like Cedric sounds like shit. He does not mesh <laughs> like mesh at all. It's bad. This is a bad song. This album is not good. And there was like a year ago when this got repressed. And I remember our, our Facebook group that we're in, people were clamoring over this. And like, even then I was like, why the fuck do people like this? 
why do you pretend to like this? This is not good. I think a bit of it is nostalgia because I I did listen to this record quite a bit when it came out because of the whole Mars Volta connection. But I mean, yeah, it's not the greatest ever. But I mean, there are shit reviews too. Like like nobody likes this. There are there are a couple bad songs like the Jack Johnson one. Fucking terrible. But oh my god, I can't even imagine. (laughs) It's it's bad. Uh, Did you see who was who else was on the LP song? Uh, oh Are God, your your boy! I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. My boy Chino from Deftones. Oh. Yeah, he's on the song with LP. God, that just sounds like what a waste! What a waste of a song <laughs> with LP. That's annoying. Uh, the Lincoln Park song is bad too. That's a bad one. Like I I get it. This is fun. This th- this reminds me of something that would have been done for like a charity, like some Live Aid thing. They throw this album together through all these people. Like fucking. The Hall of Notes are on here. One of the guys from Hall of Notes is on here. Like this just sounds. This is so stupid. <laughs> it is not good. Like if this if this came out and it was actually really really good, then I would be fucking surprised. And Prince Paul is it's a fucking amazing amazing producer. Yeah, yeah. And so I just I can't believe he he put his name on this. Other than that, hey, this was a fun thing that I did. You know, not have you heard the, the bucket list. Have you heard the first one? The Your first, first album. Yeah. I don't think so. That one's really good. That that one it's not as this one's kind of goofy because it is it does seem like it's all over the place, but the first one the first one is better though. Not that you have to have just hip hop artists on a hip hop album. Like you can venture yeah. off and do things. I'm like what I'm what I'm saying is just like you have to admit like Cedric's voice just does not blend with this song in any way. Yeah, and it doesn't really blend with the beat, but I still enjoy it. But it, well, yeah, because it, it's Cedric, of course. It might be a little bit because of the nostalgia, and I remember when this came out, the the comatorium, where it's kind of like, what the fuck? Why are they doing hip hop shit? This and that. And I I remember some people being up, very upset about that in the coma. But I don't know. Whatever. What are you gonna do? I enjoy. I it. mean, like I I I like that that Bob album that has Rivers on that Magic song. I enjoy oh, that. That song is terrible. But I understand that it's stupid. I I get that it's dumb and it's 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 campy uh, and it's just not very good. But you know, like damn man, this is just I don't know. It's bad. Uh, okay. Um. All right. So let's move on. Uh. Like I said, I have no other vinyl stuffs and. Uh, so a couple albums have come out this week. This is really the last bit of the pod because there's no other news or anything. But a couple albums came out this week. The first one uh, being, who is it? Ale- is it Alexis on Fire or Alex is on Fire? What do you want to What do you want to call it? Uh, Alexis on Fire. Alexis on Fire. That's what that's, I like. That's, that's what I've always said. Yeah, me too. Uh, so they put out a new record called Otherness. I didn't get a chance to listen, but I know you and Mike, friend of the pod, Mike did, and I know Mike didn't like it at all, but. What did you think of it? I didn't think it was as bad as he thought. He just hated the vocals. He just hated the vocals because he thought they were they were verbed up, which they weren't that much. It was mm-hmm. it was more of like a verb and then like a chorus effect to to kind of like make him I don't know sing better or whatever. And and I I guess he's a really really fantastic singer. I don't know, but that doesn't mean like he's you can be a great singer and then just kind of like like poo poo out on songwriting. And if the songwriting's not there on an album, then you're going to need tricks to make the songs better, no matter how good mm-hmm. your vocals are. And I think maybe that's what happened. I don't think it was that bad though. I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought it was decent. 
I enjoyed watch or listening to it. If I bought on the vinyls as a pre-order, I would still sell it, but um, <laughs> it wasn't bad. All right, so it's not that good. That's fine. Nah, I I don't know if I'm gonna listen to it. I've never been a fan of the band, so I don't I don't imagine myself really caring that much about it. But I mean, you're not you're not I don't know. you're not missing anything. Uh, I figured as much. So the other album that came out this week on Friday, her first record in six years. Uh, it is Regina Spector. The album is called Home Before and After. And I'm really curious what you think of this one. I mean, I, I it's hard because I have, I have really, really, really high hopes just because yeah. she's so great. And yes. while this album did not blow me away, there were a couple songs on here that I thought were kind of dumb because they were so fucking pop. And I just, I didn't like that. Yeah. What I did like is kind of almost like the renaissance type approach she took with other songs. And of course, her her vocals are top notch. But she's not, which which is, it's fine. She's not doing what I want her to do, but that's, that's not, she's not at that part in her career anymore. So I shouldn't expect her to continue to, to, to do Soviet kitsch and, and begin to hope over and over because mm-hmm. that's not what she's doing. But I did like this, and if there was a vinyl pre-order, I would I would buy it. I agree with you. I w- I would get this on vinyl. Uh, there were a couple songs, especially toward the end, that I just didn't really like that much. They were very, like, movie ballad sounding, and it was obviously her singing in the piano. But then there was like this big orchestra behind it, and it was very grand. And I just I don't think she I don't think that kind of style suits her very well. But the first few songs on the record, it, I was just like, dude, this this is amazing. Like, it, it, she's just so fucking good at just being so simple. And I was, I'm still blown away that she sounds exactly like she did when she first started on her I first know. record. Like, her voice has not changed whatsoever. And it's it's amazing. She's an amazing singer. Amazing songwriter. Um, I mean, the album's not perfect by any means, but like you said, I I would never have. I would never expect her to make another "Begin to Hope" or, or "Soviet," because those records are just <laughs> those. Those records are unbelievable. But we could have we could have used about a hundred percent more glottal stops. Um, but, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> at least one. At least one. Ah, that's all right. But anyway, yeah, no, it's a good record. Uh, if it does ever go up, you know, if it ever gets pressed, then I'll pick it up for sure. God, as long as it's not like, like $80. Her voice is just absolutely so crisp. It's just, right? it's, God, it's like, I don't know. I can't even explain it. Her, it's just so crisp. It sounds so perfect. I know. I just, I can't believe she still sounds the same. Over 20 years later, you know, 25 years later, she's still putting out solid shit. And the God, the guy that produced it produced so many albums for just a crazy variety of bands. I didn't even look at that. Marilyn Manson all the way to Regina Spector. Wow, what Manson? I don't know. Let's fucking Google his name. What's his name? John. I don't remember his name. We have well, I don't have in front I don't, of us. I don't. I don't have a wiki out, but yeah. That's well, that's fine. John John Conglid Conglidton. That's a stupid name because I can't pronounce <laughs> it. John Cong Conglidton Regina. He's not even in the fucking Manson wiki, so he's a nobody. <laughs> He probably did like one remix at one time. But. He's a nobody. All right. Well, I mean, th- that's all I got. Uh, do you have anything else on the new Regina album? No. No, 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 no. no. 
All right. So, uh, so I don't know. That, that's it. That's all I got for this episode. And uh, stay tuned for the main one because we're not, well, the main one and also uh, our album rankings because we are doing the Suicide Machines, their, their first album, Destruction by Definition. And we're also going to rank all seven of their records from worst to best. And we're also going to do our six degrees with Tom DeLong. So that's all I got. And that's it. That's all. Cheers,